Hey everyone, it's Hearts and Hooves, Turquoise and Trauma. It's Tisa and Katie. It's been a little while since we've been on. Tisa's been super busy. She has lots of cool um, things going on, other media and other platforms, so we'll talk about that. But we're really excited. We have a special guest, Robin Marinak, here with us today. And before we started recording, we were talking a little bit about Robin's story. And um, she really talked a lot about just the journey, the journey that she's been on. So we want to welcome her and she's just going to introduce herself and tell us a little bit about this journey called Life for Robin. Hey ladies, so thank you so much for having me on here. Uh, Katie, we met I know a while back through the therapeutic riding industry and that's kind of where I got started in my healing journey, um, my life journey, my career journey, whatever you want to call it, I guess. I I started in therapeutic riding um, back in 2013. I went to college at Rocky Mountain College in Billings, Montana, specifically for therapeutic riding and psychology. And then I moved back to my hometown in Bowman, North Dakota in 2015. And then I started my own therapeutic riding program in May of 2016. And I, I decided to go this route. I knew I always wanted to work with horses at some capacity. And then I wanted to add in people because I've always wanted, I've always had this heart for helping people. And when I learned about therapeutic riding, I didn't learn about it until my freshman year of college that this was even a thing. And then I, from there, just pursued it. I fell into this because my horses have saved my life in a lot of ways, more than once through my teen years when I would have really rough patches, my horses were always there and they kept me going in a sense and they still do today. And that's what we were talking about before we started recording this. So through, through the years, as I've, as I've started with the therapeutic riding, I wanted to expand a little bit more. And I started a life coaching business as well, specifically to help women gain confidence and heal, heal the, from a variety of things, whether that's physical, emotional, mental type things, like whatever we have going on, because I think we all, we all need healing in our life in some way. And I started that endeavor in 2019 and then 2020 hit and we all know what craziness it was with that. Um, and then in 2021, in July of 2021, I noticed, uh, hard lump on my inner thigh and I didn't I didn't know what it was so there there was that gut feeling and I've been practicing a lot following my gut feelings and I went to the doctor and after MRIs and biopsies and tests they found out that it was a soft tissue sarcoma which is a very rare form of cancer only 1% of the cancers in the US every year are sarcoma so I ended up going out to Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota, went through 15 rounds of radiation and had surgery to remove this tumor. Um, so they ended up taking it when they originally were going to take it. They thought they were going to have to take muscle from my back. So like from below my shoulder blade and replace it into my inner thigh because they thought I was going to lose most of my adductor muscles. And when they found out that I was a horseback rider. My doctors did a lot of research about that to make sure that I wasn't going to lose all of that because they realized how important my legs are for riding horses. And luckily they didn't have to do that, but I did lose about 30% of my inner thigh muscle in my adductor. So through all of that rehab, 
it's, it's been a process and I haven't been able to be on my horses as much as I'd like to be, but just their presence has been so healing to me. And, and I was doing fairly well. And then last summer, last July, so July of 2022, I went back for routine checkups and they did, they did a CT scan. They noticed some spots on my lungs and um, then I ended up being told I needed to do chemotherapy up until this point. They, they hadn't done anything. They thought it was just in the one area. So they saw these spots and then, then they were like, okay, you're going to need chemotherapy. And I found a place in Denver. Uh, My future sister-in-law actually works at the children's hospital in Denver, right next to UC health. And there, there was a, there's a specialist there and she had a clinical trial going for sarcoma patients. And I ended up switching from Rochester to Denver um, for an immunotherapy clinical trial And so far, everything has been going really great. But like I was telling Katie before I came online, it's it's been a crazy year. I go to Denver every three weeks for treatment. So from North Dakota to Denver every three weeks is a little taxing. Um, And then we moved in January. I grew up on on a fairly large cattle ranch, and my dad decided to take a step back, semi-retire, it's kind of, it was kind of a family dynamic thing going on and, and it just wasn't working anymore. So we didn't know what we were going to do, but then an, an opportunity came up for a small place, uh, fairly close to our original ranch actually. So I was able to take my horses and my cows and we've set up our own little place. So we moved, my fiance and I moved in January Um, he's a teacher, so he coaches high school boys basketball, and now he's coaching varsity track and I coach the high school and junior high speech team. So we've got that going on. So it's been crazy, but my animals, I mean, it's been, it's been so healing to have them right outside. I can look out my window. I'm actually sitting at my desk, looking out my window right now, and I can see my cows and my horses and, and that in itself has been huge for my healing. I've tapped into a lot of different, uh, different treatments aside from just, uh, conventional medicine, I'm doing more energy healing, spiritual healing. I've taken a whole mind body, um, spiritual approach to my healing through this. And, and I attribute a lot of that, uh, mental and spiritual stuff to my animals and, and getting that, getting me going in the morning, getting me out of bed, giving me a purpose and a sense, a strong sense of living, if you will, to keep going. Right. Wow. Number one, I kudos to the doctors, just knowing you were an equestrian to do further research to make sure that you had as much mobility as possible. I don't feel like that's always the norm, you know, to do that, take that extra step. Yes, it was. I was so amazed. Um, Obviously, you hear about Mayo Clinic all the time and it and how good the doctors and surgeons are there. But that was the first thing when I told them that, and they're like, we have this cutting edge surgery and we aren't, we're going to make sure that you don't, don't lose all of your strength in that leg. And, and again, I, it, I ended up, it was the best case scenario. Um, they didn't have to do that extensive surgery because the healing and the rehab process would have been not much more, but I did lose. Oh gosh. It's been, it's been a challenge. And anyone listening that rides horses knows how much you use your legs. 
And it's been so funny since I've been back on how they notice. So it's my right leg. So when I'm going to the left and I need right leg pressure, like in a circle to move my horse, like they definitely know they're like, yeah, you can't do that very well <laughs> and to rebuild that strength up. Um, it's but, been a challenge, <laughs> but has, and that's been how many, has that been over a year since that surgery? Uh, so I, I had, yes, I had that surgery, um, in October of 2022. Okay. So, so why am, why I'm asking, yep. why I'm asking, well, one, I thought it was ironic that it happened to your inner thigh being that connected to horses that just went to my brain right away because I've actually had an injury there and had to have surgery, but two, it takes a full year. I can attest from experience. I had a broken ankle and wrist and everybody said, oh yeah. Some people would say, oh, you'll be back in six weeks or whatever. And But most people are like, it takes a year till you actually are healed to have the confidence, especially riding a horse and they do sense it. And I'm a little over a year and I finally feel like I forgot about it. <laughs> so you're, you're there. That's why if it was October, yeah. 2022, you should be yeah, there. That's good. We're getting close. And, and you're right. And I think some of that is too, you kind of protect that area because you're like, you know, oh, yeah. it's hurt or it's a little bit weaker. So you, you kind of protect it. And that was, I got back on my horses before I was cleared to, I would, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> before I was cleared to, um, as soon as, so I had, yeah, I had my surgery in October of 2022 and then luckily right winter set in so it's like okay well it it mm -hmm. was kind of a rough winter and you're not as tempted but then once the weather got nice I was like all right it's time to like go out and start trying to like do some stuff and and the first time I got on my horse my dad and my fiance they were out there helping me and they were like well maybe you should like use the fence and and I was like no because I'm not like, I'm like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to use a fence. I'm not going to use a block because I'm just, I'm a little bit stubborn about that. So I was like, I'm going to do this. And my foot kept popping out of the stirrup. And finally I got on, but, um, a little sidebar to that. I am five, two, and I ride, uh, I have two off the track thoroughbreds that are 16, two, give or take. Ooh. So, but I was bound and determined that I was not going to use a block or the fence to get on. <laughs> Yeah. Purpose. They gave you purpose. So your yeah. coaching business, what's your coaching business called? My coaching business is called Tiz Coaching, T-I-Z Coaching. Um, actually, I named it after one of my off the track girlfriends. Um, yeah, because he he came into my life um, totally unexpectedly. I actually was going to a retired racehorse program um, just west of Bowman in Rame, And it was a thoroughbred adoption program. And their founder is on my board of directors. And he's like, you need to come look at some of these horses. And I'm like, what kind of like, I can't use off the track thoroughbreds for my therapy program. Like you are nuts that I mean, so I went up and started working with these horses. And I fell in love with this one. I had no I, I went in there. I was like, there's no way that any of these horses are going to be anything that I am even going to like. And he just, he kind of, he stole my heart and I didn't expect him to. And, and I firmly believe the things that come into your life when you least expect it are the best things. Absolutely. And yeah, he came into my life. He, 
I was like, he has to come home with me. And um, Dr. Bowman was like, just take him home. Like you just take him, use him for your program, whatever you want. Well, he became my horse and, and I've become pretty protective of him. So I won't, I won't use him for therapeutic riding lessons for that reason. Um, but yeah, he's a, he's a total gentle giant and, and he is, was, I mean, he was the inspiration too, for me to, to start this coaching business, honestly, because he just helped me heal in a lot of ways that I didn't know I needed healing in, in that time. So, so his name is Tiz. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna name it Tiz Coaching, but it has to stand for something. So it stands for trust yourself, inspire others, add zest to your life. Okay, cool. Got it. Well, what were some of those things that he brought out in you as far as healing that you didn't know even needed? Obviously, it was the cancer, but what was he pulling from you? And that kind of ties to your energy work a little bit. Yeah. So I actually brought him home in August of 2016. So this was, I mean, six years before my cancer. So long before any of this. Oh, okay. um, Yeah. Yeah. So 2021 was, was when I started with the cancer, but I brought him home before that. And I guess where this started, and this is kind of, I know we talked a little bit about my book, but this is kind of what my chapter was about, but I was pretty lost. I, I started into, as I mentioned before, through high school, my horses helped me heal in a lot of ways. And I knew I wanted to work with them. And then when I found out I could help people, and use horses to help people. That was the game changer for me. But I, I never felt like I belonged anywhere because I kind of viewed life a little bit differently through high school. And I didn't really feel like I belonged in my family of origin. I talk about that in that chapter in the book that I wrote too. But I always kind of felt like an outsider and I was always seeking for something and, um, never quite felt like I was good enough. And I struggled a lot with perfectionism type things and was just always. Wow. I can relate to that. Everything you just said. So how did you fix it? Yes. (laughs) So that is, that is really how, I mean, when I, when I brought Tiz home, I had, I don't know. And I can't even explain it. I honestly cannot even explain it. And I think anyone that's had a real connection with a horse can attest to this, like what he did for me, I'll never be able to put words on because it's like, he took this pressure off every time I was with him. I, I didn't have a lot of expectations. Cause I'm like, well, he's just an off the track thoroughbred. And, and I doubted myself a lot. And he just like gave me his whole heart and he helped me build my confidence back in a lot of ways too. Um, that I was lacking. And I guess with that, shortly after I brought him home, I had a bad horse accident that fall with one of my other horses. And um, to this day, I don't remember being on a horse. He took off when I was getting on, we were out moving cows and, and I was getting on and something spooked him and he took off and I let go. And my dad said, I landed flat footed on the ground and I somersaulted through the air Um, And then when I came back down, I landed on my neck and my back. And to this day, no one can really realize, like, they don't understand how I didn't break my neck or my back. I didn't break anything. I had a bad concussion. And, um, and then I, I was trying to finish my degree online when this happened. So I had to withdraw from college that took me a solid year 
to heal from this concussion. And I was trying to do everything I could, but I, you know, I kind of fell into this depression and that's where the coaching business came in and where Tiz came in because he helped me in a lot of ways, gain my confidence back on the back of a horse. After this accident happened, I, I was hesitant and I just felt like, I don't know, I didn't know what happened, but in with this other horse, but also I was like, what if this happens again? What if he takes off? And um, he helped me real rebuild that a hundred percent. I give him that. I wouldn't be as confident as I am today if it weren't for him. And then when I hit that kind of rock bottom, that's how I fell into coaching and, and how I did it was I was so desperate to find something that I looked into literally what I could do from home because I had to take a break from college. And then I ended up finishing my psychology degree online later down the road. But I was like, what can I do that fits into this service industry? And, and life coaching showed up and I found an online certification and I started going through it. And through the process, I had to do my own work because we have to coach each other. So I was finding out all of this stuff about myself and about like where all of these inner struggles came from and, and how a lot of it came from my family of origin and, and that generational trauma that a lot Mm. of times we don't even realize is happening. And then I was able to like talk to my parents about this. And and this is kind of where they decided to, they were like, wow, this is like something needs to change in our lives too. So it's been a healing journey, not only for me, but also for them. And, and then when my can't, cancer, I mean, when my cancer hit, like if I would have, if I would have been diagnosed with cancer back five years ago, I absolutely guarantee it would have like broken me down and it would have torn mm-hmm. me apart. And I I had done all this work. So when this happened in my life, I was like, I can do right. this. I can handle this. And, and I knew the thought work. I do a lot, a lot of helping people with thought work and um, spiritual work. And then we talk a lot about confidence and what we can and can't control. And there's so many elements to this that I'd been doing. So when I was diagnosed with cancer, absolutely, it was really hard, but I have been able to cope with it so much better than I think I would have if I wouldn't have had all of all of this other stuff going on and all of these realizations prior to. And I also didn't have not been as sick as a lot of people, like even going through chemo, I didn't have nearly the effects of the chemo, like so many people do. And, and I get asked all the time how I do it because I'm like, I honestly feel better than I have in my entire life. And, and people look at me like, I'm kind of crazy, but I'm like, I know, like I, you look at me and I don't have any hair and I, but I feel, I feel great. And, and it is, it's, it's all of these steps along the way. It wasn't just one thing, but it had it not happened the way that it had, I know I wouldn't be where I am today. Wow. So what Mm. is it? You really embrace this mantra of holistic wellness and physical, emotional, social, spiritual, you know, that they're all related. What is it about the horses that connects or that is so healing about them? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Um, They, it's something it's, it's their presence, I guess. And that's, that is the best way that I can put words on it. For me, it's, it's always been, if I'm having a crappy day, all I have to do is go 
sit with them. Like I don't have to ride them. I don't have to put a halter on them. I don't have to do anything. If I just sit with them, it can totally turn my whole day around. So for me, that's, that's, that's what it is. The healing aspect of the horses is a hundred percent just their presence. And, and I think it's too, is because they allow us to be who we are. We don't have to, we don't have to pretend for them. We don't have to be perfect. We don't have to put on all of these images and I, and society kind of teaches us that we need to be a certain way and act a certain way and do things a certain way. And when you're with a horse, they're never judging you. They're never criticizing you. Even if you're, even if it's your worst day, they, they accept you for who you are and they meet you where you are. Yeah. Super powerful. Isn't that so right? And that even stems to Katie and I both heard a, a trainer talk last week. And one thing I noticed he mentioned as a trainer, he goes, you know, it doesn't matter if this might've been a $50,000 horse. It might be a 500 really at the end of the day, they might all be dollar horses. Like none of those numbers matter because a horse they're not, I'm not saying they're all the same, but they all have that common denominator and you have to be in the present when you're on them. You know, it's not going to matter how much it costs. They don't know. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's, that's my favorite thing too. Like when Tiz is standing out in my corral, he, yeah, he was given to me. And, and I've ridden a lot of expensive horses and he, yeah, he was given to me and he probably, when people look at him, they're probably like, I don't know what's special about him. You know, he's a, well, Sorrel, Sorrel in the quarter horse world, chestnut in the thoroughbred world, but he's just a, a plain red horse. Um, he has his quirks. He's a cribber. So that's really annoying for some people. (laughs) And, and there, and he is not totally fancy broke yet, but so to a lot of people, he's probably like worthless. And then to me, I'm like, I would not sell that horse for a million dollars. Like he is going to spend the rest of his life with me because he's worth that much to me. And even though, to, yeah, even to the rest of the world, he's probably not worth much. Um, that's why he ended up, he never actually raced on the track either. They, he sold for like 50,000 as as a yearling and then they never raced him because he they said they said they thought that his knee wouldn't hold up but I think a lot of it is he has no like interest in competition you know how some horses have that competitive edge and he is like perfectly okay if you're out like riding in the pasture and he's half a mile behind everybody he's okay like just taking life at his own pace and I guess that's just even talking about that now is another way that he helped me because I was always hustling and I was always like, we need to do things faster and I need to do things faster and I need to hurry up. And I was always in a hurry. And he taught me that it's okay. Like you don't have to always be racing everyone. You don't always have to be competing. Like it's okay to like move at your own pace and slow down. And he's perfectly okay with that. And I guess, yeah, just saying that now, I just kind of like realized that, but that, that is another big piece of how he's helped me in my life. That is pretty dang cool. I agree. (laughs) And you were talking, um, you know, about labels and social media. It's like what we, I mean, this is going to go on social media. And we, we, in this trio of Robin, Tisa, myself right now, we all have businesses. So we have to be on the socials. But um, I was recently in an equine marketing class and it's, and the presenter said to 
show up in real life, how you show up on your socials, you know, to prove that you're genuine. But horses, like, I think that's so cool. Like when you walk, especially for teens and at-risk youth and probably a lot of the people that you coach, Robin, is the horses could care less, like, what your Instagram story says or how many likes you have. If you're not showing up right then and there, then, I mean, then it doesn't really matter to them. Absolutely. And and I know you both know this too, but that's what's always, I always found so find so powerful in my therapeutic riding lessons because they are such a mirror. And especially with my youth at, re, at risk kids, because they'll just mirror what they're doing. And if, if those kids are putting off a certain energy, those horses pick up on that. And it's, it always is such a powerful teaching moment to be like, do you see what's going on here? And, and it's like, when it clicks with those kids, they're like, oh, wow, like, that makes a lot of sense. And I can see where I do these things in my life or how I'm acting this way today. So then the horse is going to act that way. Right. And I love when people make those connections, especially if they're using your horses, like you just, you just use the scenario about chairs, like, oh, I never realized that. But when people, they're doing like some liberty work with our horses or whatever, and they make a connection or they say something about a horse. And I'm like, wow, I never saw that. And in this work, we're just so lucky because every day we're learning. Yeah. I'm just infatuated with the love relationship with Tiz. I just loved hearing that. It was such genuine love, Robin, that you have for this horse. It makes me, just gives me shivers. And I think the energy work that you're, like the coaching and just being spiritual and in the moment, you saying, I can look out the window and see that. I think that was probably predisposed. Like you knew you had to have some type of horses surrounding you and it happened. And that's what's keeping you, well, obviously alive through your cancer, but you being alive helps other people and the horses, which that's beautiful. Absolutely. So Robin, if our listeners are like, wow, you know, this is what I'm missing because I know Tisa and I, we're not together, but I, I bet we both felt this and it really resonated with us. So if they want to get in touch or they want to hear more about Tiz coaching or they want to um, be read the book that you co-authored, how do we find all of this? Yeah, so um, you can find me on my website and my website is tizcoaching.com okay. or on Facebook. I've got my Facebook pages. Um, I post a lot on my personal page, just on my Robin Murnock page, R-O-B-Y-N-M-R-N-A-K. I also have a business page that's um, Facebook. It's on Facebook. It's Robin Murnock, Transformational Master Coach, Tiz Coaching. You'll find me because I'm actually the only Robin Murnock on Facebook, turns out. So if you type in my name, you can find me. Um, but my business page is, is Tiz Coaching. And then I also have a group, a private group on Facebook that is um, Cure Your Life, Reprogram Your Mind, and Access Your Natural Healing Power. And that is, that's just a free group I have on Facebook that I put all sorts of things on, insights, tips, stuff like that. And, um, and then I'm everywhere else. I'm on Instagram, on TikTok. If you type in, if you type in Tiz Coaching, you'll find me, find me all over social media. But 
spend most of my time on Facebook. And then if anyone listening ever is interested in any coaching, I always offer a free breakthrough call. So it's it's a free initial coaching call and and we see if this is something that you need or something that that fits fits your life. So there's never any any ties. You can do a free call and then and then decide you're not locked into anything. So I always offer that as well. And that's on my website, information, scheduling, stuff like that. Well, thank you. Sweet. Yeah, so powerful. Thank you for doing the work that you do. I know when we met years ago, I think it was, I think we met in Wisconsin. So how crazy two girls from Western North Dakota <laughs> run into each other in Wisconsin. It was definitely meant to be. Um, and I think I had just started my program when we met Katie and you were still like, I think going through certification, you were traveling around to get your hours in to certify. It was, we were very, very new to all of this when we met. Right. Right. So thank you. Thank you so much. Tisa, before we jump off, we just have a few minutes left. You should just give a, a little shout out to your, uh, Katie, stop. Why are yes. you putting that? No, this was Real about quick. Robin and I, I'm already like really emotional, but I do. Okay. I will say this. I right away when I hear this story, I think, oh, we got to do an article about this for Dakota horse magazine. My, my head goes there. That did something happen? No, that was, was me. Cell phone. Oh, okay. Sorry guys. That was Sorry, my phone. Listeners. It was ringing my computer. Sorry. <laughs> We're all in different locations. So I don't know. And then, um, when I head out that way, so um, doing this thing with Beck on Dakota Cowboy, which whole life has been about, I don't know, that's, I guess, Robin, to spin off of what you had said, knew from for a long time I wanted to be with horses. And I struggled for a long time of where I was supposed to be. But the horse was my always my staple since like 10. I I, I had him when I was little at my grandpa's, but didn't get to have one till I was 10. But Long story short, then in my adult years, when I had to have like real jobs and stuff, I struggled with that, like figuring out my purpose and all that. Well, now I think maybe after the broken legs and all the heartaches, I may be where I'm supposed to be because I get to highlight people that are with the horses, the the rural way of life, therapeutic riding, whatever it is, this, this life we're in with a horse involved, I actually know how to communicate. So... I get to be on this show on Beck called Dakota Cowboy. And yeah, that's my update, Katie. That and Dakota Horse Magazine and getting to talk to lovely people like you guys. Well, so excited to hear from both you, Robin. We're definitely going to check out um, Tiz Coaching and yes. probably going to order the book that you are a co-author or um, an author in, Journey to Myself. And everybody have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, girls. Bye.